Mm-hmm. People are you can you gotta understand that you gotta post mm-hmm. every single day, all day, or they forget about you. They have forgot about you. Mm-hmm. I didn't post two days and they was like, they didn't look that other boutique. Yeah. So I mean you gotta post all day, every day. Welcome back to the Two Stubborn to Fail podcast. I am your host, Darren Perkins, and we got a special guest in the building today, um, another hometown hero. <laughs> uh, we got the owner of Ben the Trend Boutique in the building today. Also, class of 2008 in the building <laughs> yes. today. Shanika Thomas, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you coming out today. Thank you. I know we got started a little a little later than I wanted to, but um, <laughs> it's still going to be a fire in the That's today. okay. It's okay. Um, so we're just going to hop right into it. So uh, being from, and we kind of touched on it a little bit in um, Carlos' interview. Y'all check that out, Carlos Smith. Um, but growing up in Jonesville, how was that for you? Um, it was good, actually. I mean, you know everybody. Um, I like the fact that, you know, I feel like everybody in Jonesville is caring. Right. They're lovable people. So it was great growing up in Jonesville. Um, teachers was nice. I learned a lot. So like that small town. Yeah. Right? I like that small town. If I ever moved away, I want another small town. Like that. Yep. Yeah. So I know that, you know, we had the merge when we was in high school, but mm-hmm. did you, did y'all take classes at Union before? We did. Merge? Um, actually my 11th and 12th grade year and like the last semester of my 10th grade year, I did a half a day at Union. Okay. Yep. Okay. I thought so. Because mm-hmm. I believe we might have had a class together, I think. Might have had Miss Malone or something. Like yep. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you got the news that we were going to be all one high school, how did that like how did that feel? I didn't like it. Yeah. Cause I mean, I feel like they could have honestly did it later mm-hmm. for the people who got a heads up. Right. And not the people who already don't went through all of these. Yeah, because twi- you're a senior. Yeah, I'm a like, senior. All you knew is Johnson. And I was ready to graduate from Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And then, boom, my last year I got to graduate from Union, which it wasn't bad, right. but it was just something I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe if I was in the ninth grade and I knew four years I'm going to graduate from Union, yeah. I would have had a heads up. But yeah. it's, it's weird that it happened that way. But like you said, it's still, with, with it being so small, um, Pretty much still knew everybody. Right, so, right, right. And like you said, he was already taking mm-hmm. classes there. It just was inconvenient more yep. than anything. Yeah. A big a big inconvenience. Yes. But I felt like it, it worked out well. It did. Um, I think mostly it was just the fear of unknown. Yeah. Just didn't know what it was gonna you be. You didn't like know anything. And and then from our from you know, our point of view, I really didn't have anything to, to think of it. Like it was cool. because I, <laughs> I, I I didn't like I'm not originally from here, so okay, it really okay. wasn't like uh, Jones was coming here. Like it didn't really mean nothing. To me. Right, right. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect. It was all new to me anyway. Exactly. So I mean, you met some dope people. Um, Did made all our teams better because we we merged <laughs> everything. So I mean, in the in the in the long run, I think it did. It was good. It was. Yeah. I think it was a great opportunity because we didn't have classes that we needed. Right. So. It still was good overall. So during this time, um, were there any examples like 
I'm talking around high school age. Were mm-hmm. there any examples of entrepreneurship for you? Um, honestly, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I mean, I always liked dressing up. Right. So that was just like a given. My mom on my daddy, that's, that's something they instilled. Like, mm-hmm. make sure your hair matched us, your nails matched us. That's something my mom and my daddy done. Mm-hmm. But just far as a career, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I went to school after I graduated. Mm-hmm. I went to school for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And still just... Nothing stuff. I did not want to do any of it. I did the same thing. Like, <laughs> right out of high school, I just ended up going to USC Union because I had no idea, mm-hmm. like, what... I didn't even think about career rise. I just didn't know what I wanted to do. Did not you know? know. I had no clue. Um, and, you know, just going to school, first two years of college was nothing but party. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I didn't have a plan. Yep. So... <laughs> Just enjoying that. The and, freedom. Um, the freedom mm-hmm. and not really having much bills. It was just, it was a different time. <laughs> it, was. it was a different time. And time wasted. Um, I mean, I can say that I enjoyed it. Yep. But um, in the grand scheme of things, uh, I, I wish I had a plan, a better plan earlier. Yep. And I, and I always told myself I would never force my kids to go to school. Right. Right off the right. bat. I would never ever force them to go to school right off the bat because it, it kind of it puts you in a in a bad position. Like mm-hmm. you said, you end up just wasting money. Money, <laughs> student loans is out of this world. Yes, <laughs> so yes. yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's good that I think we are that generation that felt that the most. Where yep. we got out of we got out of school and it's like. I don't know what I want to do, but everybody, all my, my parents want me to yep. go to college, so I'll go. Go somewhere. Yeah. No matter what school you go to, go somewhere. But, you know, it doesn't, college is it's becoming an outdated model. It is. Not to say that it's anything wrong with it, because, you know, if you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, the, the big stuff, yep. obviously you do have to go you to college. You have to go. Mm-hmm. But if you have no idea what you want to do, it might be better for you to go to work right yep. out the gate and, and, you know, figure it out as you go, because at least, you know, the loans ain't started. Exactly. Yet. You know, you're going into debt. <laughs> yeah. You're every going every debt. semester you go into a little bit more debt. That's it. And you don't know, you know, you, you end up four, five, six, seven years later and you still might not have still a career, might but you not got, have a career. You got seven years worth of debt that, that come due as soon as you get whatever piece of paper you get. That's all. That is all. <laughs> so what... I know you said that you wouldn't force that on your kids, but did you, did you uh, do you think about what it's going to look like when they get of age? Like, what what are you what are you going to tell them? First of all, be themselves. Mm-hmm. Always be yourself. Stay true to yourselves. Um, believe in yourself mm-hmm. because don't let nobody come in and say, "Oh, you got to do this. You got to do this. This how you should act. This how you should dress." No. Um, the school, like I said, I went and forced them to go to school, mm-hmm. but um, learn, figure out a way to make money right. and keep it going. Mm-hmm. Always. Like, when you grow up and have kids, they need to be already set. Mm-hmm. And it just needs to keep going right. and going and going. I mean, you got to start it somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, that's how I look at that situation. That's that's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I feel you on that because I... I would never force my kids to to do anything that they didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's you have to instill something in them. Exactly. Like you said, just you got to figure out something. You may not need to go to school, but you need to figure out a way to earn some money. Exactly. 
So whatever that looks like for you, you know, I'm here for you to help mm-hmm. you through that. Exactly. Um, of course, uh, we do want to set our kids up differently from us um, mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, savings and, and, and whatever you're doing to put money aside for their future. Um, that's what we do because, uh, you know, all of a majority of people don't have anything when they come out. Exactly. Of so that anything. forces you to either get a job or that uh, financial aid looks real good. Mm-hmm. You ain't never had $5,000 <laughs> at one time. That's <laughs> it. That's it. It'll get you. It'll get you. You get $5,000 <laughs> to $10,000 at one time, and now it's like, hey, I, can't, I can't squeeze this out for more time. Right. <laughs> you know, and then, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's a different time. Um, it, it's other options. Exactly. It's other options. Exactly. And I do like, you know, having a business your children can see mm-hmm. that there's something else. Yep. At a young age. That at you know, young it's already age. in their mind that school may not be although school is important, it may yep. not be it's not the only option. It's not the only option. Right. And that's the that's the biggest thing that that, you know, the youth need to know and it would have been nice for us to know. I wish somebody would have told <laughs> it me. It would have been nice to know before we signed on them dotted lines. Um but not to take anything, like I said, not to take anything away from college because college is important. Right. Um, the experience of meeting new people, enjoying yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to have some kind of fun. got to have still some young. fun. Right. Um, but at the same time, just having a clear plan, mm-hmm. a plan is, 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 you know, everything. Everything. Because I know, you know, for me, like I just can't say it enough, I just did not have a plan coming out of high school. I and didn't that, either. And it set me up. <laughs> it really, <laughs> it really set me up. Because I mean, I thought I, I thought that I might have wanted to do something, and then you try it, and then next thing you know, you got two semesters gone, and you don't even want to do that. Don't have a clue. <laughs> so now you got to change everything. Everything. And that's another two semesters, and you know, a lot of people not graduating in four years. And I graduated just with two thousand, two thousand twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I graduated. I want to say 2021, 2020, mm-hmm. the end. Yeah. But I went to school for how many years? Right. I'm 32 now. Right. So, I mean, I wasted all that time just to get associates. Mm-hmm. I mean, to get a job, right, a right. good paying job. But, yeah, it, just, it was just a waste to me. Mm-hmm. And I could have waited and went to school at 30. Right. You know, right. I could have just. I mean, but you would have had a plan at yes, that point. Yes, yes. So, you can, you mm-hmm. can not, you might even be able to knock it out in two years. And, right. And be in a different place. Mm-hmm. But, you know. It's all a part of the it's journey. It's all a part of it. And as long as we don't help keep that going. Exactly. You know, with our kids, just to know, you know, tell them what not to do. What not to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's, it's just as important. Right as from wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just as important as telling them what to do. Um, so I know you spoke on fashion um, and the love for fashion. What made you want to turn that into a business? And when did you think, like... Well, when did you think, you know, this is going to be, I'm going to turn this into a business? <laughs> um, honestly, I used to dress up. I used to party a lot. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. Yeah. So I used to get a lot of people like, oh, you can dress to be a big girl. Mm-hmm. They used to say it all the all time. The time yeah. I mean, everywhere I went or I get people, can I wear that? Or can I borrow this? Can mm-hmm. I borrow that? And then I was like, I wish I could just get a boutique without having the money. Right. So then I finally started working at a plant in Georgia Pacific, mm-hmm. and I was working 
a lot of hours. Yeah. I mean, 12 hours, some days. And when I say I was making money, I didn't have time to spend it. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to start a business. And I kept saying it, saying I looked over the, the internet and learned that, tried to figure out how to do it. And then I talked to an old friend, our classmate, Jasmine Gore. Okay. And she was like, well, I know some people and I'm going to look into it for you. Then I'm going to get back into it, you know, in touch with you. And she kind of came back and somebody had paid. Well, actually, she paid for like a startup type thing for a business. Mm -hmm. And she gave it to me for free. Wow. Hey, shout out to Jazz. So she believed in me, basically. And um, it was just a startup. I had to do all the work. So once I went through these like vendors and how to get your license mm-hmm. and what you need first and you know the steps into starting a business. Um, it took me a year. Mm-hmm. It took me a whole year to find the right vendor, putting in the money because it takes a lot of time. People think, oh, you could just somebody give you this and then you just know because the quality might be right. They might be scammers. I got scammed out so much money. Because your name is on the line. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um... Then finally, I came, got the money, saved up $1,500. I took took $1,500, invested in, not including the little fees, the license, just vendor clothes and stuff. Mm -hmm. I um, took $1,500, got me a box of clothes, went through it, and I was like, I like this vendor. And I was like, well, let me go on Clubhouse. Clubhouse came about. Mm -hmm. Um, The Small Business Administration in Greenville. Mm -hmm. It's a lady named Katrina Meeks. She talked to me about a couple of things like mm-hmm. how you should set your price markets. And I will call her still to this day mm-hmm. and talk to her about certain things because she ran a business before. Mm-hmm. And um, I started doing that and how to set my prices. And then I just start got my city license. I forgot what it's called. But like you can sell out your trunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like so a peddler's, a right, peddler's right. license. And um, I just start selling mm-hmm. off the street basically. Right. And it took off. Wow. It took off. Like, I was getting, like, people, 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 people. So how did that feel when you when you started to see, like, people actually want this? <laughs> I didn't believe it. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, dang, I just made such, such money, mm-hmm. like, in two days. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? And I really, I'm from Jonesville. Mm-hmm. I'm not from Union, so right. I really didn't think people knew me like that. Mm-hmm. Or I didn't know if they cared for me yeah. or, you know, you know how would they feel. Like, a lot of people don't know. That's the first thing people say. Are mm-hmm. they going to shop at me? Are you popular? Yeah. So that's what they say. Popular people don't, unpopular people don't get the business, mm-hmm. which I didn't think I was popular. Mm-hmm. I think I was just a regular person trying to make a business. Right. And um, it got to the point where I had, like, 10 people in my house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I can't do this. Right. I can't do this. I got clothes everywhere. I'm trying to have money. I'm trying to make sure people ain't stealing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a lot. And then, um, oof, it, it just started. It was moving so fast. Mm-hmm. It was moving really, really fast to the point where I was like, I got to get me a building. Okay. Yeah. So we at this point before you get the building, and are you doing this all by yourself? All by myself. Man. All by myself. Um, my sister would come over and help me because mm. it really got out of, hand. out of hand. She would come over and sort out, maybe just take money. Mm. And then I started investing into like square little mm. things you stick in your yeah. phone because mm. I really was just doing cash out and cash out. Mm. Um, then I was like, okay, let me do a square. And I was like, well, let me go get my LLCs because I only had the peddler's license. Right. 
So I got my LLCs. Now it's a legit business. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you have the EIN number, yeah. you know. So um, taxes. Mm -hmm. So now I got mm -hmm. paperwork. Mm -hmm. So it just started getting harder and harder and harder. And still, I'm in my house. Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And I was like, not focused on more of the clothes no more. I was focused on. Basically, how to run this business. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> and you're still working a full time job. And I'm job still working a full time job. So, we at this point where, like, what, what, what was the process like of finding your spot? Whew. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard. It was that was probably the hardest because I'm a startup person, meaning I can't pay just a lot of money right. every month. Right. Or I'm gonna go broke. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be able to. Because that rent ain't that rent ain't no joke. Exactly. And everybody that I was looking into for a building was a thousand and up. Right. And I know I could Which not. Which means that you had to make over that in order <laughs> to see a profit. Right. To I mean, you got bags that you gotta you know have um I like little stuff to make your business look legit. Right. So I I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. So it was rough. It it took me. I started at the end of 2019. Um, I didn't get my what place until 2021. It okay. took that long. So that was a long process. <laughs> it was hard. So it was very what hard. What was that feeling like when you just when you were able to be like, you know what, this this is the place? How did that feel? It felt great. I went down to um Nixon Center, mm -hmm. and he had a place down there by the Japanese place Naratas on the bypass, and it was carpet, mm -hmm. but it was exactly what I wanted, but just carpet. Right. And I was like, ah. So I settled for it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, give me this. And then he called me back like two weeks later and was like, oh, we just had a spot come up in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. It's a lot more traffic. You need that foot traffic yes. or that driving traffic, you mm -hmm. know, for people to see you. And um, he was like, I got a spot, um, hardwood floors. It's just empty. Mm -hmm. Like, just no cubicles, nothing you can tear down. Right. Not too much work you got to do. He was like, it'll be ready in about two months. Mm -hmm. But you have to put a deposit down today. Of course. So I put the deposit down, and um, that secured me down. It was like five hundred; it wasn't that much. And um, but then I didn't think about. Oh, I have to go in and paint. Oh, I have to go mm -hmm. in and get rats. I have to. It was so much other stuff. It took me three more months. Mm -hmm. Mind you, I'm paying rent now at the same time, and I'm still working, and I'm still selling, selling out my house. house. Yeah, it was all. Oh <laughs> man! So you basically got two full time jobs. Yes. At this point. Oh man, <laughs> that, it, it was that's a lot. It was crazy. So, what do you have any tips for anybody who wants to go follow in your footsteps? As far as what, what are three things that they need to start a boutique? Or maybe not necessarily three things. Just what are some things that they that they might need? Number one, believe in yourself that mm -hmm. you can do it. Number two, confidence that confidence that. Um, you got it. Like I don't know. I guess it's the same thing as believing in yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, you gotta have the funds. Right. You gotta have the funds. Um, and it don't take much. Like I said, I started fifteen hundred dollars and it took off. Mm -hmm. But to keep it going, you gotta know how to manage your money. Mm -hmm. So, um, the funds, um, organization, time scheduling, mm -hmm. all of that comes into play. Um. And it's okay to ask questions. Right. I reached out to so many other boutiques. I reached out to Clubhouse is 
was great for me. That deal. It was. <laughs> listen, I would be cleaning my house and have my AirPods in, mm-hmm. listening to like it was like these boutiques rooms. Mm-hmm. And they was telling you, they weren't like really giving out a lot of information, mm-hmm. but it was just stuff that you would need to know. Right. Like with marketing, mm-hmm. people have. You can't. You gotta understand that you gotta post mm-hmm. every single day, all day, or they forget about you. They had forgot about you. Mm-hmm. I didn't post two days, and they was like, they didn't look that other boutique. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta post all day, every day, and I take my breaks because it's overwhelming. It is. It's it's another job. Yeah. But um, yeah, posting time, scheduling your funds, um, believing in yourself, and not being scared to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I don't mind telling people how I started or what I did. Now I don't give out my vendors and nothing right, like right, that, right. but um I don't mind telling you what I did mm-hmm. to get where I'm at or who helped me. And then you can find the rest of right. yourself. Because I had to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can't skip that process. Right. Like you there is no easy way to, to start a business. Exactly. At exactly. some point, you got to figure some stuff out by yourself. And mm-hmm. like you said, it's good to have those people that you can reach out to mm-hmm. and lean on when you really just don't know. Exactly. Um, but there is really no substitute for learning some things the hard way. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm still messing up. Yeah. I'm still messing up. And I'm like, oh, well, I know not to do that next year. Mm-hmm. I know not to do that mm-hmm. next year. Like, I still mess up. I still... Make errors. I still, it's a lot of stuff that I'm working on right. still. You knew. And you I knew look up to that. other boutique arms. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be like that. You know, but it takes time. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll never get there mm-hmm. if you quit. Don't quit. <laughs> Don't quit. <laughs> so I know you said, you know, you're a business owner now at this point, starting a boutique. Mm-hmm. But now you got another hat of content creating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How has that process been for you? Um, it's learning. I'm yeah. still learning. I um I get on Instagram daily to look at other like the famous mm-hmm. to see what they're doing, what's the trends. Mm-hmm. You have to keep up on that stuff. Um shout out Darrell. Darrell is a major, major, major help to me because he's like he is the GOAT when mm-hmm. it comes to this is how you do this, this is how you get followers, mm-hmm. this is how you um Pose, just how you tag. He knows the little bitty stuff. Like mm-hmm. we might go on and post a picture, but no, you have to actual tag this and hashtag this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the clubhouse moderators told me that a successful business or person to grow on Instagram posts ten times a day, what? go live two times a day. Um, their story is constantly running mm-hmm. with stuff like maybe every hour. Right. Um. Really just on Instagram, but Facebook is the same thing. Mm-hmm. You post almost 10 times a day. You should go live two times a day, mm-hmm. if not once a day. Um, your story should be constantly running. And if you have a business page, mm-hmm. your business page should be nothing but your product. Mm-hmm. Nothing but business. Should nothing be on there. Out of the way. Out of the way. Mm-hmm. Your personal should be personal. So if you got a business, you're trying to run it from your personal. You can post on your personal. Because right. I'm pretty sure you started, you got more followers. But your business should be straight business because when somebody go look up your business name, they're going to go to that page. Yep. They don't care about you. They mm-hmm. want to see what you got. Yeah. So I try to take that into consideration, but that's hard. Mm-hmm. Going live twice a day, posting 10 times a day, and you're still working. So do these people talk about having a team as far as that's concerned? Yes. Um, when you get big 
you shouldn't even be working. Right. You shouldn't even be. I like to model my clothes, but as you get bigger, you shouldn't be doing it. Right. You should be in the back handling paperwork mm -hmm. or the money. The or Yeah. You should never be on the front side of it. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, you got to grow to get there. Yeah, so, gotta, I'm at the bottom right now. So You everything. Yeah, I'm everything. Mm -hmm. I'm all I got. But, um, yeah, they say you should have a team, one for this, one for that. But they also show you in Clubhouse or talk to you about in Clubhouse about um how to use what you got. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go spending all this unnecessary money if you don't have it right. to get where you got to go because it's really just how it looks once it's presented. Mm -hmm. It ain't what you did behind the scenes right. to get there. So it's a lot of stuff that I can go to Family Dollar and do mm -hmm. or get this to make it look like this. But, um yeah, it takes a lot. You need a team. Sometimes I be like, I'm about to just cry. <laughs> I'm about to just cry. <laughs> I can't do this all day. I get on Instagram, click off Instagram, go to my personal page, click on first page. So I got business personal on Instagram, mm -hmm. business personal on Facebook. Then I get on um, TikTok. Then I get on um, Twitter. Now I already know what you're thinking. Where can I get the merch? I'm glad you asked. You can find it at toostubborntofail.com. That's toostubborntofail.com. All right. Now let's get back to the show. Then you get on Snapchat. God. Yeah. Plus, I forgot I got to go over here and take my child a bath and do homework. Oh. It's, it's a lot. <laughs> so um, keep going. Whoever I know, you probably want to cry. Whoever it is out there, I mean, you just got to keep going. And don't look at what nobody else doing. Because mm. that's a lot of things I look at be like, gosh. But you can't look at that because you'll get there. And I, I think one important thing that people don't realize is just because it looks good on social media mm -hmm. don't mean that it's it's really happening. Exactly. Like, like it's 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 easier to to look like everything's great, mm -hmm. you know. And some people just want to post all the great yep. good stuff and make it seem like this is everyday life. Exactly. But you know, in reality, there are some hard days. It's There's some every days day. that make you make you just want to give up give the up. whole thing. Mm -hmm. But you know, in that, we all we all have to keep in mind that you know, if it's happening to you, it's happening to them too. Exactly, they just not showing it. and they probably just surpassed it, right? So, right. But even on some level, they're still going through. They're going through it's it. Not, it's not. It's never going to be a hundred percent. You know, perfect easy or mm -hmm. perfect. So. Yeah, that definitely is um, something to keep in mind when you when you in your journey of building a brand. Exactly. Um, so with that, you know, it takes consistency, but mm -hmm. it also takes um, confidence to say, you know, I'm building this brand. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to post this every day, <laughs> every day, or every other day, or whatever your schedule is. I'm going to stick. To that schedule mm -hmm. and then you know it's probably happening to you where you might miss a time where you were supposed to and you feel guilty about yep it. i do <laughs> i do like i um just have my bad days and mm -hmm. i don't be in the mood or i don't feel like it and i'll be like gosh i should have posted mm -hmm. all that week and i didn't because right. i was probably handling something at home mm -hmm. or like i said i didn't feel good but you have to post mm -hmm. if you land in the bed post right if you getting up in the morning, you get on the phone, you can scroll Facebook and write statuses <laughs> and you can post about your business, yeah. you know. Um, and with the thing, what you said about people, you know, the people you're looking at having 
bad days, they just don't show it because you're just mm-hmm. looking at social media. They're working also. Yes. You got to realize mm-hmm. when they putting all the stuff out there, they're still working mm-hmm. to get to a goal that they have set. Right. So, I mean, that's why I say I just, I kind of, if you have to, block everything out mm-hmm. and just look at your page and just keep posting and posting and posting. Mm-hmm. I gain a new customer every time I post. Hey, that's what it's all about. Every time I post. That is what it's all every about. Every single time I post. That's big. That's big. <laughs> so how, when you got your first customer off of a post, how did that feel? It felt great. Yeah. It felt great. Um, Because the hardest thing is getting people to share your stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of folks in your hometown or people you know, they don't share. And that was a hard period for me to talk. I'm like, why are they not sharing right. my stuff? But it's always that one person that you don't know that shared your stuff. Mm-hmm. And they got people that you don't know. And they came and I think they bought from me online. Mm-hmm. And so that's another whole nother ball game. Mm-hmm. In Clubhouse, they tell you how your packages should be. The presents, like, you know, how you present it. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think I had it together. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't, does. I yeah, didn't have it together. Get... I think I just had it to the point where like, she'll get her stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but it wasn't all nice right. and wrapped up. And she came back. Mm-hmm. And to this day, she shops faithfully. Hey, see, that's, mm-hmm. you gave her good customer service. Yep. And that's that's another part that people don't take in mm-hmm. mind. Because you can have the dopest merchandise, yes. the best tasting food. Yes. But if you don't treat people right, they're not going to come back anyway. Got to be nice. Yes. No matter what it is. I don't care if they calling you every name mm-hmm. in the book. If they throwing <laughs> stuff at you, you have to be nice. Mm-hmm. You have to be. It'll pay off in the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So what like what are some of the things that you as far as packaging, what do you, what have you learned about packaging? Um you need inserts. Mm-hmm. Your name, your logo, address. Um it's always good. Because I know when I first started, I didn't have the funds to have little gifts. Right. But I throw in little gifts now mm-hmm. of some sort to make them want to come back. Oh, she gave me some lashes. Or she gave me some so false this, nails. Like something that they didn't buy? They didn't buy. Okay. Like a little gift. Or it could be a little keychain. And I see a lot of people doing it now. But just throw something in appreciation right. for shopping with you. Um, bags. I still haven't... Um, Got my bags to where I want them to be. But I go on TikTok and this is one hair lady that she says she makes everything mm-hmm. by buying little knickknack stuff to make it. Mm-hmm. So, like, she makes her paper with her logos on them. Mm-hmm. But she went and got a stamp with her logo on it and she stamps her papers. Mm-hmm. Now her papers look like the things that you buy. That you, it's, it's crazy. I'm telling you, TikTok <laughs> and Pinterest, all of that stuff. Um, SC. I go on there and talk to some people, and they do a lot of things with packaging and labels and stuff. But Amazon, I don't know. You just, it's, I'm still learning. Yeah, I'm still learning. And I'll be like looking at what they're doing. I'm like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. And I might go buy it and try it out. But the basics I do, I got paper bags. Um, and when you come in and shop with me, that's, that part is perfect. It's mm-hmm. just my shipping. That I'm working on right now. That's I'm, all, I'm trying to figure that out myself. I'm gonna <laughs> get that. <laughs> I got like you said, you have a process, but it's always something that you can make better. Make better, yep. And as long as you still thinking about making it better, mm-hmm. you're on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, because you look up two, three years from now mm-hmm. and compare it to when you started, you'll be like, and you'll be embarrassed. <laughs> you're almost be embarrassed to look at your own stuff. <laughs> Just from that little bit of time, but I mean, you had to learn how. You to had do to it. learn. 
Because ain't nobody going to come out and tell you, hey, do it like this. So, yeah. And plus, you have to put your own spin on it. Exactly. You don't want to look like nobody's. Right. So, you copy them. So, yeah, you're right. So, do the the kids um, help out in the business at all? Not my son. (laughs) (laughs) He'll come over and... um, he might do a little net. He's not into anything right. girly. But my daughter, yes, she's mm-hmm. there with me 24-7. Mm-hmm. Or she's maybe with her daddy. Um, but she helps clean windows. She might package something. I help her package something. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, she helped me clean a lot. Mm-hmm. She loved to do that. So, yeah, she help out with that. But she's not. She's only five. Right. So she can't do too much. So. Hey, but I mean, for, like we said earlier, just seeing that, you know, mommy... Mommy owns a business. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all she knows. That's all she knows. So, and that that's that's big. Every know? single day, she said, "We're going to the shop today." Mm-hmm. Every single day, I'm like, "No, we're resting today." <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's big. So, I mean, I know you said that um, your son isn't showing the interest. Is it just because it's uh, a woman's boutique? Or I think he, so. Yeah. I think so. Because yeah. it's all pink in there uh-huh. and it's girly. It's nothing for him to he yeah, he he's not yeah, he's not excited about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he don't want to be there women coming in and out. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, just so take me just home. Yeah, just take me home. He'll tell me to me, can I go home? So yeah, he's not he's not into it. But I do tell him, I have spoken with him about, you know, if I was to die today. I need you to help your grandma because I'm pretty sure I would leave it to my grandmother right. or my sister. You got to come over here and run this because this would be in your name. Right. Even though you don't want to be here, this would be yours mm-hmm. or your sister's whenever she grow up. Right. But this is yours. Mm-hmm. So he'll get it one day. He's still young. <laughs> Did you ever, um, have you ever mentioned to him like, it doesn't have to be just women clothes? Yeah, no, I haven't. No, no I haven't. Cause that might bring him around. It might bring him around. <laughs> I and I get a lot of people, men asking, mm-hmm. why don't I have men clothes? But like I said, it took me a year yeah, to it's find. It's a process. Yeah, it's just process. that vendor. So, and then you don't want to sell just anything, right? So right. it would take me a little while to find some nice men clothing, even yeah, if it's I for think plus. Men's Cost more. It does. Women it Y'all does. can have some dope stuff mm-hmm. and it not cost that much. Yep. Men, uh, yeah. We just don't have them same it's prices. It's heavy duty. We don't have them same yeah. prices. Now, I mean, men, and they didn't start wearing some tight stuff these days, <laughs> but still, even with that, the price ain't gone down. <laughs> it's still the same as them, the big stuff that we used to wear back in the day. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, now that we we have the business, mm-hmm. um, I know that we talked a little bit off camera about um, what are your what are some of the weekly sales that you do from time to time. Weekly sales, I don't really look into my weekly sales because I don't want to get discouraged. Mm-hmm. But I, no, I mean, like as far as like a discount or something like that. Oh, like, like sales. That? Okay, sales. so um, on Fridays, Saturdays. I do like um fifteen dollar five and ten dollar buckets. Mm-hmm. So the five and ten dollar buckets is every day, mm-hmm. but the fifteen dollars I add stuff every weekend. Mm-hmm. So you may come in this weekend and you be like, "Well, this one here last weekend because right. I just added it." Because mm-hmm. I'm always getting new stuff in, so I can take stuff off the floor right. and mark it down, especially if it's off season. Mm-hmm. So right now I have a lot of winter stuff, and spring is coming in. So fall and winter stuff by summertime it will all be marked down. 
But um, yeah, it's still cold, so I don't have it all uh-huh. marked down yet. Um, so yeah, I have sales every Friday and Saturday. Fifteen dollars, five dollars, ten dollars. Um, everything is different, and I get new arrivals every single Wednesday. Uh-huh. Every single Wednesday, it may not be closed. Right. Like it's I think something it's something. Mm-hmm. So um, like this week I got pocketbooks. Last week I got earrings and necklaces. Um, what I, week before they got sunglasses. So I do big orders, but I stick to one thing. Right. So I kind of rotate them out, mm-hmm. and then I don't like to re up on things till I sell out. So yeah, every Wednesday I have new arrivals. So you got to come every week. Yeah. You got to come every week. You're going to see something, something new. new every week. And I changed my store around. Um, I don't know if other boutiques does this, mm. but one of the moderators that I talked to in Clubhouse, you have to change your store around every single week. Because mm. they walked in and they looked at the Pacific. Some people do this. Mm. I, I didn't believe it. They come in, they go straight to a certain spot. They don't look. Nope. Don't look at nothing else. They go straight to the middle, or they go straight to the back, or they go straight to the side. Then I'm moving around. They're like, I didn't see this last week, Mm. and it's been in here for a month. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I change the store around every single week. How long does that take to like rearrange things? I go on off day. Okay. (laughs) I have to go on the off day. It take all. It take two hours because I take everything off the rack Mm. and then put move something. Yeah, it takes. It takes. About three hours. Hey, you own a business. <laughs> and you working it from it doesn't sound like to me. It's keeping you busy. It is. So what are do you have any um any plans for like any expansion of anything? You wanna add anything? I do, but I don't wanna talk about it. Okay, we're, not gonna, we're gonna say that yeah. for another one. Now. Um it's something I've been wanting to do. It's mm-hmm. actually what I wanted to have in the beginning. Okay. But I had to you know, I couldn't do it because I didn't have the funds, yeah. and it's it's a it's gonna be where I can't work. Mm, I'm excited about this. We <laughs> come back and talk about it. It will be in union if I can ever get to get it in place and do when, what I want. When you get it, yeah, in when I get it, exactly. Yeah. And um, it'll be basically a one stop shop. Mm, okay, so we're gonna have you so. back on. Y'all stay tuned because <laughs> it sounds like we got some big things coming. It's just a matter of time. Right, right, right. So. That's one of my biggest goals. Okay, man, I'm, I can't say enough how like I'm proud of you. Well, thank you. you. Know, just, to, <laughs> just to you know, we went to high school together, and you know, just to see how you've grown since then, and yeah. you know, owning a business mm-hmm. while still working a full time job and coming home to a full time <laughs> job of motherhood. Like, uh, what? <laughs> explain how that is. Just trying to balance all I cry that. a lot. Yeah. I'm a big baby. Uh-huh. So I call my friends and I just be crying. Crying. They be like, you got this, girl. <laughs> if you don't get your act together, yeah. you'll be all right. But I cry a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up and just, yeah, I don't put back. my mummy yeah, pants on. Yeah. yeah. So it is what it is. I'm going to get through it. And I'm a, I'm still figuring it out because mm-hmm. I, I I need, I do need some help, mm-hmm. but it'll come. Me and my mama, we talk about the things that I need help with. Um, I can't be in two places at one time. Impossible. It's, it's impossible. <laughs> like, I want my kids in sports next year. Right. So that's what I'm stressing me out because I'm like, how am I going to run this business mm-hmm. from 5 to 7.30, Wednesday through Saturday, and then all day Saturday, right. but be at the sports and at the games, mm-hmm. and I ain't going to be able to do it because I got to be a mummy. Yeah. That's first, yeah. you know, Before so 
Um, I'm 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 figuring it out. That's that's the probably that's probably what weighs heavy on me every single day. Mm-hmm. Trying to be at two places at the same time. Well, that, that makes me feel even more honored that you were able to call some time out for me yes. in the middle of all this. And I feel a little guilty because <laughs> you ain't got time to be here, but you're here. So. I rescheduled how many times? I rescheduled. Hey, you here. That's all that matters to me. Um, you know, I just I appreciate you coming out and having a conversation. Thank you. Um, it's been a dope conversation so far. Like I said, we mm-hmm. definitely got to have you back right. so you can <laughs> launch the next part. Exactly. Um, but with all that being said, um, this, is there anything, what what have you learned? Like, what is one of the things that you've learned from being in business that, you know, people need to know about? Whew. I, I know it's a lot. Uh, yeah. I know it's a lot. <laughs> um. Me and my friend, we talked about this kind of sort of. Um, you have to kind of almost get to on a personal mm. kind of level when it comes to business. Mm. Um, customer service is the biggest, biggest thing into getting people to come back. Right. Um, I'll grow up, I'm pretty sure when you first meet me, I'm just nice. Mm-hmm. I'm sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm goofy. Um, a lot of people come in the shop to talk. Mm-hmm. To to have that, um, I don't know. They just need people to talk to. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I've learned that. Yeah, I may be going through something, or I might be having a bad day. Mm-hmm. But when I go into that shop, I kind of leave my yeah, personal, and I go in as a business owner, as a employee, mm-hmm. and do what I got to do to make that customer come back. Right. So if they come in to talk to me and they need to talk about something. I'm a therapist right now. <laughs> they might be, and then they may spend two hundred dollars. Right. I mean, customer service is your number one goal in business. I cannot stress this enough. It don't matter who's supporting you. It don't matter um, who's not supporting you. It don't matter who came back, who ain't been in here a year, or who come every day. I don't repeat nothing, and whatever I have to do to make that customer feel comfortable. And want to come back, that's what I'm going to do. So that's what I've learned that I don't care what I got to do. If you want me to sit here and listen to you for three hours and you while you shopping, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it. I'm going to sit Take here. Take care of your people. Take care of your people. <laughs> and I love them all. I promise you. I don't repeat nothing. Um, and I just listen. And then I'm always learning something. Mm-hmm. I have customers come in and they talk about real estate. Right. And I want to buy a house. I have people come in and talk about losing weight. Mm-hmm. I may be going to the doctor and he tells me, hey, you need to lose five pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk, oh, I know somebody. They come in the shop with me. Mm-hmm. You never know who you're going to meet or who does send somebody to you. Right. So, I don't know. I just, customer service, man. I, I'm big on it. Mm-hmm. I'm big on it. And, I, and if I ever have to hire somebody, they got to have a personality like me. Right. I need you to be extra, extra friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't care what is going on. That customer need to be able to come back and say, hey. That girl over there, that shop, her employees, her shop, they are friendly. They are mm-hmm. nice. You're going to get what you ask for. They listen. I mean, I don't know. That's just, that's what I learned. Having good customer service. Customer service is everything. I'm telling I can just, you. I, can, I mean, if you don't believe it, just go somewhere. And, and you know, 
Watch how they treat you. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> I mean, the people that treat you the best, you gonna go back. Exactly. Exactly. I don't care every if, time. I don't care what the price is. It's like sometimes you just go. Like I mean, we can use Chick Fil A because they at the top. Of the <laughs> they at the they top. At the top of the customer service food chain. And you know they 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 on point, so yes. you know that's. I mean, they got good food too. They do, but, <laughs> but <laughs> the customer services will get you to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's dope. That's a that's a good tip that you drop. So in order to win, you gotta have good customer service. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It goes yes. hand in hand. That's how you get your money. So, mm-hmm. and then it's it's not necessarily about that sale. You know, exactly it's about the feeling that you give. Your exactly, customers. I love that positive feeling. Mm-hmm. Good vibes. And then they know that you care. <laughs> it, exactly, they know I care. I love mm-hmm. them all. <laughs> and that's dope. Um, so as we as we wrap up the interview, okay. I always like to end with um, a too stubborn to fail moment. Basically, a moment where you had to overcome adversity and it just made you stronger afterward. Did you, what's that moment for you? Ooh, I thought about this. Um, I really couldn't think of too much, but I do remember when I gave up mm-hmm. one time. Um, before I got the building, I didn't want to talk about it earlier, mm-hmm. but I had this got this vision of instead of renting, giving my money away, mm-hmm. like we don't like to do, right. um, I wanted to own something. So I had this, I mean, map plan. I had done wrote it out, how I was going to do it, how my services was going to be, even planned out the building. Um, I went and bought this like mobile type home mm. and it was going to be a boutique. Right. And um, I asked my the guy that I rent from, is it okay that I put it there? Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. Um, Got all this electricity done. I mean, I'm talking about I spent money. Mm. I got electricity put in. I got the walls insulated, like floors put in. Like, I'm finna turn this into a boutique. Mm-hmm. I done, the profit that I had, mm. I done spent it. The inspector came out. He's looking at it. He only had, like, two things he that was wrong with it. Like, it was a tree leaning over. He wanted that cut down. And he needed, like, a... um cement thing mm. so my landlord pulled up he was like no mm. no like I'm all, I'm at the end right. I done done all of this I cried for like a week straight oh, wow. all of this money that I done spent like I could have been winning put a deposit down with Nixon and right. got a building so that, that was that first year mm. and I was like oh my god what am I going to do like my whole plan had to toss it. It's gone. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was gonna do. Right. Like all my money that I done profit mm-hmm. is gone. Time. Now I gotta start over and figure out what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. And it took me a couple months and then my mom was like, if this is what you really want to do and your heart is in, I promise you'll figure it out. She didn't tell me what to do, she said you'll figure it out. And then I just started going around, like I said, mm-hmm. looking around. And they all was a thousand. Like I said, mm-hmm. I came across him. He called me back and was like, hey, I got you something. It's so-and-so, you know, a month. I was like, oh, I can deal with it. And he was like, got you in a month. And I mean, like I said, I still was spending money because right. I had to pay rent and I wasn't even in there yet. Mm-hmm. So now I got like a, I ended up telling my dad like, hey, we on a time. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to be in here <laughs> by this day and I can't spend no more money. I ain't going to have no business. Right. But that, that right there, I had gave up. Mm. Cause my whole little plan that I in my head 
it was gone. Right. It was a failure. Like, I'm able to say for me. You know, that's what I was thinking. So that's why I gave up. Then it was like, no, you're going to keep going. You can do this. Mm -hmm. And I just started hustling. I started back getting inventory and profit. The same mm -hmm. thing I did from day one. It just took a little longer. Right. In my head, I was like, oh, I'm ready to do this now. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't my time. Right. It was not my time. And my time came. So, hey. Here a year later, man. But you stuck with it, though. Yeah, it was that hard. was the main thing. That was, that was a hell of a two stuff in the fail moment. That might, <laughs> that might have been one of the best ones yet. <laughs> yeah, me on the edge of my seat, ready. <laughs> that's dope. I appreciate you for sharing that. Today. Thank you. Um, but before we get out of here, um, where can the people find you? Your social media, your website, um, address to the boutique. Okay. Um, just lay it all out. Um, you can find me at 839 Main Street, Sweet Elf in Buffalo, South Carolina, 29321. Um, my website is www.bendetransboutique.com. Um, Let's see. What else you asked me to tell? It's um, where they can find you. Oh, yeah. And then my social media, my Facebook is Shanika S. Thomas. And um, my business page is Ben the Trend Boutique. And you sh it should pop up when you type in my name because it should be right up under it. Um, Instagram is Shanika Thomas 90. Same thing. Um, business page on Instagram is Ben D Trend Boutique underscore 19 just because my Instagram is. Somebody got to it. Yep. Um, let's see, Twitter, Shanika Thomas 90. Cause basically I took Twitter and just it's business. Right. It ain't got nothing on there. Um, TikTok, Shanika Thomas 90. I keep everything the same. Mm -hmm. Um, and TikTok, I do model my clothes. You see the quality, you see how it runs on me, and I'm like an extra large two legs. Um every Wednesday I post. I do be a little late on my website, but it's on there. It's mm -hmm. coming. Um, cause it's only me. Like I said, let's see what else. Like I said, I post. I'm constantly posting. So you'll see something every single day. If not, I do take off Sundays. It's mm -hmm. my rest day. Mm -hmm. But Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm posting. So y'all check me out. Well, <laughs> y'all heard that. This has been another dope interview of the Two Stuff in the Fail podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Um, we appreciate it. It's, it's growing steadily. Um, mm -hmm. On the road to a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. Yay. So, so let's let's get the numbers up. Yeah. I appreciate y'all. And we had Shanika Thomas in the building <laughs> today, the owner of Benetrim Boutique, and we signing out.